you from the stash Where reality and podcast collide within the music industry With your host, James Davis McAllister I want to thank the McAlpine Meadery for sponsoring this episode of From the Stash Podcast. Located in Beach City, Ohio, 10035 Johnsford Road, 44608. The pride they take in the homemade mead. They take extreme pride and tradition in the ancient craft of distilling mead. Mead is another wine, but it's made with honey. They're available in over 36 states that will deliver straight to your door. They're in over 80 different retail stores. You can go to www.mcalpineme.com. Again, you can go to www.mcalpineme.com to order your very own mead. Mention from the Stash Podcast and who knows, might get a little discount. Welcome back to another From the Stash Podcast. I'm your host, James Davis McAllister, and I have a guest host with me today, Brennan Gerber. And more importantly, we have a very special guest from a well, I guess you would call them a duet. Would you call that or would you call duo. that a band? A duo, a duo. Uh, Nathan James from Circadia. Hey, uh, thanks for uh, having us and thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. So real elementary question here. When did you start playing music or what made you want to start playing music? Uh, probably the very first concert I ever went to. I was, I want to say eight or nine. And I went to see Petra Striper and White Cross. Oh gosh! And it was awesome. Yeah, that's a heavy concert too. Yeah, yeah. Petra at the time was my favorite band, and uh, I still love them, but you know they're not really around anymore. Um, but yeah, that was seeing how awesome that was. It was like starstruck eyes, and you're like, I want to do that the rest of my life. So that that's how the interest came to be. Um, my very first instrument I ever learned was drums. I was 11. That's probably my most well-versed instrument, actually. Okay. Um, Which is a big opposite, not to interrupt you, big opposite. You sing now primarily, right? Do, There's, yeah. you, you, you don't play guitar or anything? Or do oh, you, in, in, in the tracks, I would imagine, right? In the tracks, actually, everything is me. Oh, it's all you. Oh, yes. oh geez. Yes, and then live, we are a five or six piece. Oh, so you go and get like musicians. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So, yeah, it's... So now my all-time favorite artist is For King and Country. Okay. Um, they market themselves as a duo like we do. Live, they're a seven- or eight-piece band. Oh, wow. So, And they actually happen to be one of the greatest bands I've ever seen live. They're, they are a great band. Um, so that was one of the reasons I did a cover of theirs and tried to get their attention with it. Hasn't happened yet, but it will. So that was the Run Wild. Yeah. Run Wild. Okay. Which yeah. is up on YouTube, which I'll have a link down in the description of this video and wherever you find this video at and whether it be YouTube or, or podcast audio, wherever you find it, there'll be links. Um, so if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 32. 32. Okay. I'm 34. So <laughs> about the same, about the same age range. Yeah. Um, what made you pick up drums first? That's that. Yeah, that's um, what Brennan does. Because they're um, Petra's Petra's drummer is what struck me the most out of the whole concert. Okay, he was, he was so just, Christian metal band. Okay, uh, yeah, kind. Of, I wouldn't even rock it or metal rock, rock. classic yeah, hard rock. rock. Yeah, okay, Christian okay, classic yeah. rock. Right, right. I mean, it's yeah. a show with Striper. So Stryper, oh yeah, Striper is amazing. Striper was like, well, I want to say the first, but one of the um, yeah. 
gateways too. Christian, yeah. they were they were the head, yeah. they were the headliners. Mm -hmm. Petra was still relatively well, not new, but you know what I mean. They weren't as well. Known. Right, right. I actually um, used to be really into Striper. Yeah. My dad got me into them when I was young. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like seeing Petra's drummer, he was the most. I'm not sure how to word it. Charismatic, energetic, fun-looking right. drummer I've ever seen. Just okay. all the faces he'd make and the mannerisms. And <laughs> right, right, right. It was right. a blast. So, so it's it's. I find it ironic being a singer, or maybe I find it weird being a vocalist myself. Like you were attracted to the drummer and yeah, not yeah. the vocalist. You know, can I? Yeah, yeah. Not. Yeah, I know. That's that's yeah. weird, isn't yeah. it? Because like is. typically you're attracted to a singer, but that's cool that you were attracted to the drummer right, because right. I mean, hence now um, you know. I think part of it was you know, um, I did a lot of like church and school choir and musicals and stuff and okay that's honestly what steered me away from being a fan of musicals not <laughs> you so i i think at the time i didn't really want to do anything with singing that developed later i was gonna say so, you're a hell of a singer now so what you. how how like so then the drums where'd you go from from the drums did you go to guitar did you go yeah. to uh it was well and it's it's not that i couldn't sing i just didn't right. for a while uh, but it was drums, guitar, then bass, then piano and synth. Okay. Uh, most Man, recently, awesome. most recently, awesome. a little bit of banjo. <laughs> right. Banjo, um, huh? Yeah. Banjo. Some Mumford and Sons there, right? Um, but yeah, and then in between there, I took a handful of vocal lessons. So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, go ahead. Ahead. Yeah. So when you guys play live, I'm curious. Have you ever, um, have you ever pulled the Ringo and done vocals and drums? No. Not not yet, at least. Not yet. Okay. Um, That'll be sweet. Um, right. I mean, um, drummers who are also vocalists. I mean, it's kind of a rare species. It is. Well, I mean, that's tough to do. Last night, I saw a singing drummer. Well, a screaming drummer, I could say, yeah. and he was. I mean, he was spot on. And yeah. like those Bear, kind of bear tooth those kind right of now. right. Bear oh, tooth, do they yeah. really? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, um, I mean, Caleb can only scream so much without. Like, I was gonna say. So what's Caleb up to now? Yeah, Caleb. He's they, kind of. Found that a little bit with his vocals. Well, I mean, he's been touring solid on it since he was 15 years old. Right, because right. he was the low screamer in Attack Attack. Right, yeah, right. So and he kind of. I mean, I don't want to say he didn't know the techniques properly, but well, he, he did. Right, he really he, didn't. He did. I mean, he's kind of ruined his voice over the years. He can't really do as. Much I think I heard him saying something in an interview. So about Connor, that. Connor Dennis, like, I mean, the drummer. I know he picked up a lot of the singing, yeah, and screaming for yeah. them. And Connor's one of my, because as you know, Nathan, I'm a drummer too. Yeah, yeah. And Connor Dennis is definitely up there on my list of some of my favorites. Oh yeah, for sure. Wish I had mentioned them on my podcast. So, and you, this this duo is with your wife, correct? Correct. Who my fiance, she, yeah. little, little soon to be fiance. Soon to be. Okay. Shout out okay. to her. She Congratulations. Came, she's a little under the weather today. So we just have Nathan here. So what, like, what started that? Like, how did that relationship start? I don't mean like, like in an intimate way, but I mean yeah. musically. Yeah. Like, how did it start? Um, we met a week before our first record came out in 2019. So um, it was entirely self-produced. Well, of course, like I did all the instruments, and then I have a dear friend of mine do all the production. Okay. So. Um, we met a week before it came out. Uh, she was one of the first people to hear it before it came out. And she really, really liked everything that was done. And, you know, and um, she's a diehard fan of music like I am. So it kind of connected that way uh, as far as even just becoming friends and becoming closer. Right. Um, so it started out as a friendship first. Of course. Before it became. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then. uh I think the beginning of last year, January of last year, was when 
that was when I popped the question, but also um, when we were, we both agreed, like, you know, we, we want to run with this. Uh, Cause I went through like this really dark mental funk after a really rough band situation had happened just hmm. before then. Um, a project I really wanted to do just really fell through royally. And uh, just, I know it, that feeling. It just yeah. put me in a mental state that I shouldn't have been in. So yeah, I totally um, get that. Yeah. yeah. So she, uh, she introduced me to this app that's called Cameo. Um, yes, I'm familiar. It's it's where you could basically pay to reach out and talk to your favorite celebrities. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so she reached out to my all-time favorite guitarist, Seth Morrison, okay. from Skillet. Yeah, Skillet, okay. And, um, and he basically sent me a birthday video that was encouraging to not give up, oh, you know, keep awesome. trying. And that was kind of the motivation to be like, I do want to do this. And then I, I listened to Seeking Completion for like the first time in over a year, and I'm like, I forgot how proud of this I am. I want to run with this. So that's what started that. And then, you know, we were like, you know what? I want to do this as a duo because Joel and Luke seem to have huge success with it. So why can't we? So (laughs) were you like, was there any apprehension or like, you know, nerves of being, man, maybe this wouldn't be a good idea because let's say, listen, let's say, and let's hope that the mirror music does blow up. But this is just a hypothetical, and I hate to even bring this on you. But let's say, you know, the music blows up, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are playing, you know, these Lollapaloozas, things like that, but that doesn't work. Did that ever scare you, like, the relationship itself? Did it? Did you ever, like, think about that, like, going into it? Like, man, what if what if our music takes on a meaning outside of us, you know? Which I'm mm-hmm. sure you hope that it does, regardless. Right. right. Um, I mean. It's kind of a loaded question. Right. We've, <laughs> we've talked about a lot of different things with it. Um, I mean, two of our biggest influences are John Cooper from Skillet and Joel and Luke from For King and okay. Country. Both okay. of them yeah. have very devout and grounded marriages. They do. That's so that's uh, that's one of the influences of wanting to do it in the first place. Of but course. also, it's an encouragement because they're they're very positive about it. They don't, you know, and everybody's human. Everybody gets into arguments and disagreements right. and stuff, but. We, I feel like we already have a good foundation as to where that's not going to make or break that's the band or our relationships. Right. So. Uh, that, I mean, that's that's a positive, you know. Like, yeah. You know, sorry for such a you know a loaded question there, you know, because no, 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 we no, haven't been asked that yet in an interview. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I try to keep <laughs> I mean, it. Hey, I we, keep it real. We cover. We try to cover everything. Yeah. yeah, like I try because I mean those are questions that people want to know, right? When they're sitting there listening and learning more about you, they don't want to know. Well, okay, played this show with these guys. This guys you did this, did this. What's your favorite food? What's your, you know, they want <laughs> right. to hear, you know, what that's like because I'm sure listeners of this, there, there's there'll be a handful of them out there that are in the same situation or thinking about the same situation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. do you think it's made your relationship stronger then, like ultimately oh, that's, than, that's than your average it, yeah. relationship? That's part of it, definitely. Plus, on top of it is, I don't think I'd be capable of being on tour over 200 days a year without her. That's just one of the big things. Yeah. That's a big moral support. I can imagine. um, Plus it's amazing that she's willing to be on the road with me. That that is amazing, dude. That's yeah. Cause that is a lot of, that's a lot of sacrifices. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's, you sacrifice family. I mean, everything, you know, because the the road is it. So with that said, what are your experiences on the road? Like, do you have any experience with, I know you just said, you know, 200 nights now is that something you did or is that something that's, that you're planning that's the ultimate goal so like with with the help of a, of a dear friend of mine 
who I will eventually hire full time as our financial expert. Um, it's always good to have one of those. Um, <laughs> the guy that handles Circadia's money down the road. Um, basically, he helped me write a five year business plan. Okay. Uh, most recently, so by the end, the goal is by the end of 2027 to be a full time LLC and W two employer and touring over 200 days a year that's awesome, that's awesome that, yeah. a you bands out there especially you ambitious ones what he just said was very very important how that five-year business plan because yeah. i say this a million times you know it's it's not if you want to be in a band that's fine go play your rinky dinks you know what you're going to do anyway even is yeah that you're, Lo- local shows you got to start you got to do them right and that's where your bread comes from and your yeah. your your foundation yeah but like um a lot of people just want to start a band and they think, you know, oh, this is fun and whatever. I want to do this for a living. And it's like, well, do you really like how serious are you? Because you have to treat it as a business, yeah. you know, inside and out by the people you bring into it, the people that come out of it. You know, you got to calculate the mileage. All those little things oh, yeah. come down to. Uh, yeah. The, uh, so the, the biggest thing I'll say is like if you are super serious about it, the only really, really fun and invigorating part of the entire thing is the half hour to an hour that you get to play on stage. That's wow. about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is so true, man. Yeah, because I've, I've spent, I spent, um, I didn't do like extensive touring, but I've done like, I guess we would call it gigging, you know, for like yeah. two weeks or a week or weekend yeah. trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've slept in parking lots. Yeah. I've, you know, I've not showered for a week and stuff, and there's yeah. nothing fun about it at all. Yeah. You know, they're really hauling heavy gear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Especially with like six, you know, seven sweaty other dudes, you know, it yeah. stinks. That, like... that, that's another thing about having a, a lady with us. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can keep your, yes, exactly. <laughs> At least you'll smell flowers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we smell BO the whole time. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, so with that five year plan, if you don't mind me asking, um, how is that starting now? Like, what are you doing now in that five-year plan? Like right now, uh, this, this year, because of our wedding, we're not doing a whole lot of shows or touring. We're doing mainly acoustic gigs because those are a lot easier to manage. Yeah, of right. course, of course. And um, they're a lot more open for more variety. You can go to coffee shops with those. Exactly. So, um, I mean, the wedding's of utmost importance right now, but in the meantime, we are doing some things to get things rolling, such as last year, so, I mean, I technically wrote the business plan last year, but I I wanted it to fully go into effect the beginning of this year, which okay. it did. Um, so, last year we released our first ever two well-done, professionally done music videos just to kind of get things kick-started. Um, the one's doing well. Yeah. Know, like, what, 50,000 plays or close to it? 40-something. Yeah. Now. I mean, that's well. Yeah, it's progress. Um, d- our... Deepest longing is our was for our two year anniversary of our first record, um, and that's at I think over ten thousand now. So progress. That's nice. That's um, you know I mean, and I'm assuming that's organic too, right? Because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people do go out and pay for views and things like that. I, I pay for promoters, but right? Not that's totally views. different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand why people pay for views though too. Like I'm not yeah. even knocking the people that do that because right. honestly, they're just doing it to you know get numbers up so that like like me, someone who runs a booking company or whoever sees that and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to book them. I'm going to pay them X amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so like this year has been a lot of, um, uh, just paying attention to doing podcast and radio interviews. Very smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Press. Yes. Press. Cause we've so far we've done this year. We've done, I think f- this one is our sixth. 
Yeah. Um, right. That's we, awesome. Well, one of our first ones was a nationally known radio station called Crossroad Radio based out of North Carolina. Okay. That was our first kind of big one, and we were very excited about that. Now, is that a Christian affiliate? It is. Cross- yeah. I just with the name, I just assumed. Well, now that I know that, I've got a lot more avenues for you, but go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, and I was going to say, is that the state where you guys have the billboard by that highway? No, that is, that is Utah. Oh, that's in Utah. Utah. Okay. So, like, we – Yeah, tell us about that billboard. So – That's cool. Um, Facebook has a crap ton of ads all the time. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's Facebook. So (laughs) one of, one of the ads that they had was for blip billboards. Okay. Uh, and they're, they were having a contest, uh, for a week's time of free advertising on one of their billboards. Okay. You didn't get to choose it, but it's free. Exactly. I was like, I, I never win anything. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but this was the first time I did. Gotcha. So it's been going on for three days now. So yeah. yeah so awesome. hopefully we gain some listens and some fans in Utah. I mean, it, cool. I mean, it's right next to a, what a highway, a major right? highway. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah, a very yeah, religious awesome. state as well. Too. Yeah. So, so with your music, do you consider yourself a Christian act? Or yes, our, our music okay, okay. is is very biblical, but at the same time. We do try to branch out to both the Christian and secular well, market. Right, right. I, I think you don't want to preach I mean, to the choir, right? Yeah. You know, you want to preach to people like me, right, who don't believe in God and things of those sort of reach lost souls, well, you know, such as myself. It's even more so simply like we want to. I'll, I'll actually talk about our mission statement in a minute, but um, yeah, I like that. I saw that. Like, like, yeah, we we are a Christian band, and and I do firmly believe that God is real and everything, but at the same time, I'm not going to be one to ever try to shove it down anybody's throat. Of course. Throat. Of course. I mean, my lyrics will speak for itself. Even if they are confusing, that's not a bad thing. No. Because someone will ask about it. Exactly. Um, but ultimately, it's about, like, showing what true love should really be like. Because um, that's the most important of our mission statement is love unconditionally. Yeah, I know. I've so been. it's... I love yeah. the, how you guys. What what's the acronym? Built. Built. Yes. Okay. Which like. segues into our new record, Built from Heartache, which Ooh. comes out next year. You guys are planning January it, correct? If I read right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. You're going to ask. Uh, so, um, you, you mentioned about your music reaching out to like the Christian community and also mm-hmm. the secular. I mean, it's good to have that variety. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just have this music. Right. based on yeah. one thing i mean pigeonhole yourself exactly like, yeah, you, you can't just go that. down one route you got to branch out because you got to bring in mm-hmm. like that's the best way to bring in the music community to you i mean yeah you absolutely. can't just go one direction and only one direction. yeah like i, I definitely don't want to be that type of artist that gains a bunch of fans that are completely against what i believe in <laughs> right, right right and just right. slander them why would i slander my exactly. own fans yeah, like, exactly. why would I, you know well i i think that uh I mean, now that I, I didn't know you were a Christian act, I mm-hmm. probably could have known that if I would have put all of the you know, I, 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 dots I, I, together. I kind of had a feeling. Uh, the reason I say that, though, that does open a lot more doors in a way, in an essence, too, because I know that the Christian music scene as a whole is huge. It's huge. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. on, like, you know, the little antennas you get for your TV. Mm-hmm. There's a station now that just plays Christian music videos. Oh, yeah. We're talking Devil Wears Prada to, yeah. to um, yeah. Skillet to, mm-hmm. to Rat Lecrae. John Rubin. Yeah. yeah. And it's old as a old as a old as lay dying. Yeah. Well, their new stuff Demon is still even. It's still Christian. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. He's still religious. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's still okay. full blown. Yeah. Tim's about Christian. Yeah. He's an interesting one. Tim's despite, an interesting one. Yeah, despite Tim's his, his terrible mistake. Right. Exactly. I still love the dude. Me too. That's, so. you know, I was going to say, what's I'm your the, opinion on that? Uh, it's Tim Lambasis, folks. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, just look it up. The vocalist and lyricist for As I Lay Dying. Yeah, he made a very terrible decision, and a lot of people don't really know 
the concept of a bad thing is a bad thing. Whether right. you try to murder someone or whether you lie to your wife, yeah. it's all the same. It is. That's what I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think that he, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, I guess from your eyes, he, he repent. He did his repentance. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I mean, right. the, the guy now is a drug counselor. Yeah. You know, like he he's yeah. – so, I mean – he made a strong comeback. Yeah, he did he make really a big. Did. I know a lot of people aren't happy about it. Yeah, but it's right, like right. at the same time, it's like, well, do you ever want people to learn or not? Like, do you want people to grow or do you just, just want to give the guy a break? Right. Yeah. He grew up. He moved on. He got better. He but in fact, it's good to have someone like that because yeah, it yeah. lets people know yeah. that hey, you don't have to be perfect too. You know. Oh yeah. And there's plenty of examples of that. Tim. Um, Blackie Lawless from Wasp, right? Yeah, Mike uh, Alice, Monica from uh, The Wars Product. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alice Cooper. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many of them. Right. Yeah. It's like you can't just yeah. let per, let someone's one a lot of people get this, change your idea. This weird belief that celebrities don't do anything wrong <laughs> quite often, and you're right. like, you're kidding, right? They're right. Like, They're the right. worst of the worst <laughs> if you really knew, you know. Like so. Yeah. It's it's uh. It's just an interesting dynamic because I was in a Christian band at one point. Well, we weren't Christian. We're like pseudo-Christian. People mm-hmm. assumed we were Christian because it was a rain of haven and we had a very religious member in our band. Mm-hmm. And so it was, you know, like I said, pseudo-religious. It wasn't yeah. something, but it opened so many doors for us yeah. because people just thought we were. We could play churches and we'd get paid handsomely from those churches, yeah. you know, and stuff like that as opposed to playing, uh, you know, yeah. a club where you're probably going to have to either pay to play or you're not going to make any money. Oh yeah, like this this show tonight, we're making nothing. You're right. You got a little tip jar out. Yeah, and, and yeah we have we that. have a full merch table and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. Like Brandon wanted to buy, buy a shirt before we leave. Oh, yeah, sure. that, that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I have three different kinds. So. Okay, yeah, I'll have to check yeah. this out. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, with this this year, you said predominantly you're focusing on press. You yeah. said and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So now. You said your new record you want to come out in 2023. Now, is that like the do you plan on the beginning or do you not know when you want that new record to come out? Is it's it still kind of I, we have an official release date. I'm not going to announce it okay, yet. Okay. Okay. But it will be the beginning of next year. Okay. Cool. Um, and one of the reasons being is because we want to take on full touring for the first time. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean a three month tour. No. We're, we're new at it. Right. I, so, like, it'll be ten, seven, ten day tour. I just booked a tour so. here recently and it was it was for a bunch of, um, you know, hip hop artists. But what I did was just weekend runs yeah. where, you know, you'll go Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday, but you would go like Columbus, Cincinnati and then mm-hmm. come home, you know, yeah. just a weekend gigs. And you could put that on a press kit as touring, you know, because yeah. it's, I mean, it is, it, yeah. Yeah, it might be minimal thing. weekend touring, but that's, that's my suggestion. That's how I did it. And that's how any group ever that I book or get out there. I say, just do the weekends, mm-hmm. just do Friday, Saturdays, at least get gas money, you know, mm-hmm. at least ask for gas money. And that's, mm-hmm. that's sometimes hard in and of itself to do. Yeah. yeah. So where's like the furthest place you play from Ohio here from Northeastern Ohio? Um, as Circadia, not very technically Canton. <laughs> so um but we were doing it the right way though really but yeah at the but at the same time we didn't play a whole lot of shows last year either just because well, that was COVID too has been exactly that that was a factor and yeah, was, big time and on top of that like that was the first year that we really started to take it seriously so we uh we wanted to take our time and do things right so so how long of a set do you typically play uh 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah, yeah. um that's we, a good thing. We yeah, have, that's perfect. We have yeah, enough material for longer, but well, of course, mm-hmm. at the same time, like it's so. I know you guys are still, you know, 
newborns as this band per se. Um, like when people hear your music and stuff, I mean, they're going to tell, and I'm not just gassing you up. It's beautiful. Like both your guys' voices oh. are beautiful. The music's good. It's easy oh. listening. I feel like I should preface. So the person singing in run wild is not my fiance. Right. It's, okay. um, it was a guest uh, Mariah. Yeah. Mariah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what, well, what, I, what I was getting at is like, um, are you open to do like weddings, things like that? Like, Possibly. You know, even if it isn't the group, they hear your voice and they like your voice. You mm -hmm. know, I like this Nathan James voice, you know, mm -hmm. I want him for my wedding, you know? Yeah, possibly. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. I always get people asking me, believe it or not, you know anybody that DJs weddings or, or wedding bands, things <laughs> like that, you know? And it's like, I know that's a pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> you make good money. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I've made some money doing weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Past. I've, I've filled in on a couple instruments for wedding bands yeah, was, in the past. I was going to say, yeah. One of them being, you're drums. a man of many hats. So, Nice. So, yeah. so like with your music, you record it all. You said, right? Well, not record, but you you record the instruments yourself, correct? correct? And correct. that includes drums, any any yeah. type of filler, drums. like synth or yep. keys. The only thing I did not play on our first record is the trumpets in the one song because no, I darn you, Nathan, come I on, man. I can't play brass or woodwind, but <laughs> yeah. So That's those awesome, are programmed, but everything that, else is me. What do you use? Do you use a specific program or yeah, Logic Pro? X. Logic Pro X. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you do everything. So you do everything yourself now. Do you do all that here? Because I'm noticing you got your keyboard set up, your guitar, your cup uh, over here. I I dabble a little bit in like getting some ideas of how I want a song to sound okay. here, uh, but I do everything in Columbus with oh, Newkirk wow. Productions. Okay. So okay. Um, what's what's really nice about it is I've been such a tenured client with him. Um, when he first started, I was his one and only client. Mm -hmm. So. We were just putzing around on GarageBand for fun. Right, right. Like, um, but then we started to record things, and they turn out well, and so he started charging, which I understand. Well, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, so I've been working with him for over a decade now. Uh, our very first professional release was an old band I had called Nathan James and the Scarlet Thread. We were like that. that. Yeah, that's like a cool that. name. That we is. were alternative rock. Okay. So, yeah. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. With the Circadia. Is that, am I pronouncing it right? Circadia. Yeah. Circadia. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like this Circadia project, you guys are like kind of alternative EDM. We are electronic. Electronic, rock. right. Yeah. Um, I was about to actually ask you, like you mentioned alternative rock, some of the past projects you've done, what type of genres have you gone through up till now? Uh yeah, so it sounds like I, you kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything. Uh, a little bit. Um, okay. Have you ever played like anything like hard rock, metal? In yeah, the past? yeah. I was in a post-hardcore band a long time ago. I played okay. bass and did the clean vocals. Oh, that's cool. Um, what was that band? Uh, Surveillance from the Sky. Is what I think we're I've called. ever heard of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was it was a local scene thing. Okay. Um, did you guys get popular with that band at all? Relatively. Okay. Yeah, relatively. Uh, is there music out? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. All right, awesome. If you look up, we're the only Surveillance from the Sky, so you can find it. All right, that's yeah, awesome. Um, pretty niche name. That, that's like my main genre that I dabble yeah. in, so I'd love to hear uh, it. Dan Newkirk of Newkirk Productions was our vocalist okay. for that band. And that's actually how our relationship you know, you recognize that. You recognize that familiar, name. It does yeah, sound yeah, familiar. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And where did you say he's from? Um, he is originally from the Mayfield area and moved to Columbus in the past five or six years. Okay. Something like so, that. So okay. So he's so, fairly local. All right. Yeah. Well, keep keep that thought. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Uh so don't touch that dial. You're listening to From the Stash Podcast. 
Hey, have you ever listened to your favorite album and thought, why doesn't my band sound this fucking crushing? Or maybe you want to record somewhere that you can be captured at your peak abilities. I'm Brandon, and I run Folsom Audio. Whether you need music taken from the ground up, or you just want to record through analog gear, Folsom Audio is your answer. Specializing in rap, hard rock, metal, as well as vocal production, and with 11 years mixing experience, your music will always sound the way it was meant to. Check us out at FolsomAudio.com. All right, and we're back uh, from the Stash Podcast. It's your host, James Davis McAllister, Brandon Gerber, with our uh, guest, Nathan James. And go ahead, Brandon. You said you had a question. Yes, I got a couple actually. Now, this is going to be kind of a loaded question, but you mentioned earlier about past groups. Um, mm-hmm. It seems you're quite versatile. Uh, tell me about like what um, these past projects, like what genres you've played, what you played it with that group, and like what kind of your favorite of all that was. Yeah, um, so the first band that I ever played in moving to Ohio, what we were called Broken Buildings. That's it was my name. it was it was my own band. We were alternative rock slash pop punk esque. Okay. Um, right. Very heavily influenced by like uh, Reliant K, Angels and Airwaves, that sort oh, nice. of thing. Gotcha. Um, nice. hey, I love Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that was it didn't go very far because that was my my first band that i attempted to take seriously and it just mm-hmm. didn't really work out too well so you but, said that didn't get like super far did you guys ever put anything out yeah we had a couple of demos but like we didn't put them on the internet or okay, anything we were going to anyway, have an ep released but okay. yeah nothing happened with that all right um and what did you play in that band i was rhythm guitar and lead vocals okay uh there were four of us Gotcha. And then I think, uh, I'm trying to remember, I believe after that was Surveillance, um, okay. yeah, yeah, I was bass and clean vocals. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that later. Yeah, yeah. Cleans and with the, some heavy music because that's got to be unique. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. me, James and I's like go-to genre, so we're yeah. definitely going to check that out. Yeah, um, in, in most of our recordings, I actually was both bass and drums. All right. So, <laughs> so you take the, the man in many hats. I can't. Um, I, I mean, does that ever have a lot of pressure to you? Like, you know, do you ever put a lot of pressure, unnecessary pressure, on yourself if you like if expecting you, too much of yourself? If you actually know the songs fluently, no. <laughs> but you have to know your own music. Like that's, and some artists really don't. I know. Trust me, <laughs> I've seen it, man. I've I've seen it. I've um, seen it. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was a lot of fun. Um, we've at the same time we've had some very, very rough situations back then as well. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, things you learn the hard way in life. Yes, right. yeah. Uh, back then, I had a completely different mindset. It was a little more toxic. It was because all I cared about was a touring music career. Yeah. You know, I didn't, anybody didn't realize said how any, realistic that was. Anybody that said anything different, I'd be like, nope. Want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a stupid. That's uh, Brennan's. Yeah, he's twenty-two. I'm yeah. thirty-five. I've been trying to tell him, like, yeah. hey, man, like it takes a lot of work. So when it he does. gets it, he's a hardworking kid. Oh, like he right, gets right. it, but at the same time, you know, it's, I'm some, to prepare it's something him. you really have to want. Yeah. Right, and there's so many aspects, like you said, the business plan. I mean, that's yeah. just one of a hundred aspects that you have to cover. Right, right. You know, exactly. When exactly. approaching it. Right. Exactly. So, out of all these projects that you've done in the past, these different genres you've played and different instruments and vocal things that you've done, what would you say is like your favorite genre to play and your favorite instrument out of all this? Um, well, I guess 
most recently, the past couple years, I essentially figured out how much I enjoy creating and releasing electronica. Okay. Um, but I'm also a diehard alternative rock fan. So okay, cool. it's a mixture yeah, yeah. of both. Yeah. Right. You're like, well, like, what would you not... say is your, and obviously you're pretty fluent in like most all instruments. What would you say is like your best instrument when you're playing? My most well-versed is probably drums. Okay. But, um, that's awesome. As far as a guitarist is concerned, I'm strictly a rhythm guitarist. I can't shred to save my life. All right. So, but nonetheless, that's valuable in itself. Yeah, and so. you know, that brings me to a really good point. Yeah. I think we could use you. <laughs> this guy, I think, I'm serious. This guy's got enough on his plate, man. I mean, that'd be no, pretty No, I sick. mean, if anything, you know, I... I I, I could definitely give you any wisdom that I have from my knowledge and what I've done. Cause I, I do have an LLC. It's an entertainment company. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, any, any direction I can push you in or tell you or help you. And I, I even know some more podcasts and stuff. If you haven't done them yeah. already, that I'll suggest you to. Yeah. I'm definitely open. Which brings me to a good point. I should mention if you're a new and upcoming band and you're looking for help on promotion and need an APK belt, reach out to James Davis McAllister. Oh God, no, Art no. of Haven Entertainment. <laughs> more, more work at me. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> any artist out there, if you need some APKs done or whatever, uh, you can always inbox me. It might take me a week or two to get back to you. Be patient. I will get back to you. Uh, that's... Be very patient. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm out of my, I'm out of my hibernation. I'm out of my winter hibernation. I had a little funk, man. Of right. you know, we won't. This isn't about me, but. Depression funk, you know. I yeah. slipped into this anxious. You've been through depression it. punk. Yeah. Uh, funk it's understandable you've lately, and I'm trying to come out of it, you know. And it's like this was this is the first on location interview I've ever done, and it was good for me to, to get out oh, and yeah. come, and you know, like oh, that's cool. So yeah, so, yeah. I'm glad that we can be here. So yeah. you, you said you've you've struggled with mental issues. Oh, like yeah, if you much. care to talk about them, like what what were those, or, or just you can browse over it real quick, or you don't have to talk about it if you don't want, because I understand. Yeah, I'm. One thing that I've also learned about wanting to be an artist that reaches many people, a lot of times you have to be open with that's your same. vulnerability. Yeah, I'm open book. Yep, that's so, how I am. Yeah. Um, 2018 was one of my darkest years of my life, and that was the first time that I had ever attempted to the to the point where I had been hospitalized. Oh wow! And psychiatric hospitalized. Okay. Um, and that that was definitely the hardest season of my life because like um njst had just broken up for a very very catastrophic reason um nathan james and the scarlet yeah Ray. yeah mm -hmm. um and or it might have been 2017 but anyway um and on top of that i had a very very toxic relationship with a, a girlfriend at the right. time. Uh, I didn't realize it until it was too late. So, um, but yeah, so basically like going through all of that, it essentially taught me, well, as far as government ran psychiatric hospitals, mm -hmm. you don't ever want to go back. That's it's, just, it's, I can vouch that. It yeah. is equally as bad as, as jail. Y yes, it like, is. It really is. Um, more of a mental standpoint of that, but nonetheless, so, um, so that was one of the big lesson from that. But then I had also, uh, had worked with a counselor for over three and a half years and only the end of last year was when I had stopped needing counseling and stopped needing medication. Oh, wow. Well, good for so you, man. I, I had come a long way since then. That's really I, uh, good to hear. Yeah. Um, so with all of that being said, it's not even like I'm saying any of this to be like, oh, woe is you for that happening. It's more like, Hey, 
this is what I learned from this. Mm -hmm. And it's simply that life is far too valuable. Number one, it may not seem like it in many, Mm -hmm. many cases, uh, but it actually is. Number two, for Pete's sake, if you take nothing else from this podcast, you are loved unconditionally. Amen. Amen to that. And I'm not even religious, but amen to that. That's so, the truth. like, whether whether anybody in your circle of friends and family actually agrees with that or not, it is the truth. People need to hear that, man, because so, there's some people that just don't hear that at all. I mean, yeah. in the rap scene, I noticed it, and I'm not being any type of judgmental or whatever people want to call me. I've noticed it big time in the rap scene, these guys, and they never had anybody tell them that they loved them in their lives, Yeah, you know, or believed in them, you know, and, yeah. and, and I would be that guy, you know, that token guy like i love you man i believe in you you can do this and that's very true that's wise words man yeah and that's why our mission statement is what it is i don't think i actually flat out said no you didn't go over your mission statement we can segue into that it is the acrostic built which stands for be kind use your gifts inspire others love unconditionally and try your best that's awesome i remember reading that in your apk it's the very first paragraph at the bottom of it i remember reading it and i was like i like that yeah Yeah. that's That's a deep meaning man definitely So let me ask you this. Um, That story you told us about your mental health past. Um, I'll admit I had a very similar past. I wouldn't say it wasn't quite as serious, but it was definitely very similar. Mm -hmm. And I still struggle today sometimes. I'm curious, do you still have like those times where you struggle and you feel like you're being pushed back? You'll still have mental episodes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What what do you do if you don't have me asking to cope with that? Like, or Uh, or is it just something that goes away, you know, eventually? one One of the number one things that is actually far more important than people realize is actually talking it out. Mm-hmm. with someone you truly trust and care about. That's very important. Because it's not the kind of thing you just want to announce to a coworker you barely know. Right. Yes, very <laughs> true. I yeah. learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, because then they think you're crazy. You know? Exactly. Like, you that, know, that actually got me fired once. Oh, oh wow, that's crazy. So, what job was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, shout them out. No, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going <laughs> to do that. I'm teasing. But, um, yeah, so someone that you, you very much know and trust what they say, even if you don't believe what they say at the moment, hearing it from them is important because eventually it'll click. Yes, very true. So uh, that's one of the reasons why hers and my relationship are actually as strong as it is at the moment. You guys are both that so, for each other, huh? Yeah. That's amazing. So, that's I, that's how me and my my, my wife are, man. Yeah. Shout out, man. I love you, baby. That's how we are. We're, we're very much like that. And, and, and my friend Brennan here, too, he's became a pseudo type of outlet for me. I said it in the interview with him. Yes, he's, yes, I've been able to talk to him openly. Now, I, I'm almost old enough to be his dad. You know, yeah. he's 22, I'm almost 35, but it, but it's nice to, you know, cause he's a good listener. He's a good listener. Yeah. And, and, you know, he does offer good advice. And plus he's, he's such a level-headed person. Yeah. I've noticed that like, I'm an anxious, neurotic guy. My wife's the complete opposite. Yeah. So it yings out my yang, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, talking to somebody very, 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 very important. I think mental health awareness month is what, May. I do I believe, so. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's coming up next month. I know mm-hmm. I did a special last year on, on the podcast for it. I'm very open about my mental health. But what struck me was something you said. You said, you know, just don't go tell a random stranger that. And I've, I've posted this online, you know, been very open about my mental health online mm-hmm. just recently. I just started it probably within the past year or so. I have lost some relationships because of it. But however, I've gained so many more people exactly. coming to me. Thank you for saying that, man. I needed to hear that. Exactly. Like, right. I'm mentally so you, screwed, you know. The more well-known you become, you will get scrutiny. 
for not oh. being mentally perfect. Yeah, mentally sound. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. So like, but it got rough for a minute. Chances, man. chances are, those are people you actually don't want to associate you're, with anyway. You're right. so right about that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it weeds out the, for lack of a better term, the proverbial snakes. You know, the, the fake friends, of, the yeah. fake friends, gets them out of the grass, cuts the grass for you. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was a rude awakening though, seeing that because then I would get screenshots of people mocking it. Like, you know, I won't names unsaid, but a couple of the artists I had managed, a couple of the bigger artists I had managed were mocking my mental health. And I'm like, that's just uncool. Yeah. Like, dude, it broke my heart. Because that's like, I'm like equally. No, I shouldn't say that. It's, sometimes, you know, when to shut up. <laughs> you know, is that this moment for you right yeah, now? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. I like, I just, it blew my mind because like half of my mental struggles were because of this artist. And I'm like, dude, like running me all around house half acres and the people listening to this will know immediately what I'm talking about if they yeah. stay in touch with me. But like, it's, I couldn't believe, you know, like how, like, that was okay too because it was a group chat is what it was a yeah. group chat that i had left with a mm -hmm. bunch of artists and they're just all mocking me and i'm just like really i mean i seriously brought not to be emotional but it brought a little tear to my eye you know oh, yeah. like i'm like man i, 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 I mean, treat these people like my kids yeah, literally exactly and they're sitting here mocking my mental health yeah. like call me weak and this that and a third i'm just like Whoa. i mean it even got the point i mean you were getting you were getting threats. Well, yeah, but that people. was even deeper than the mental health, though. That was just right, back right. to people just not liking me for whatever reason right, they right. have to not like me. I really don't know what it could be, but mm -hmm. maybe it's my – you talk about the charismatic drummer. I'm a pretty charismatic guy, so maybe it's yeah. that. That just naturally comes off uh, um, abrasive. He was talking about at the beginning, uh, Petra's drummer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah just okay. very high energy, high very energy. bubbly. Right, right, very, yeah. right. Looks and like he's having a blast at oh, all yeah, times. That, yeah, that, like, that's, that's me. Yeah. Like in a, in a – social setting people think i'm just you know yeah. so i think that rubs people the wrong way a lot yeah i noticed with you you're a confident guy but you're a little reserved too is that oh, yeah. is that like is that something you struggle with especially oh, yeah. like you know like at shows like do you not know how open to be or like it's you just sometimes because like it's believe it or not uh one th a couple of people have actually said a person that I remind them a lot of is Ronnie Winter from the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Oh, okay. yeah, Ronnie I Singer. With, I, yes, I played with yeah, them. He is so, so reserved. Yes, he is. Yes. When you actually get him to open up and talk to him a little, he's super fun and super cool. But, uh -huh. like, is, he, yeah. Is he, he's, he's not always been he's blonde, way. right? Yeah, he's got like long straight. Is it the blonde? Hair. The blonde? He's got like the yeah. emo. We played with him. It's it was Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Jamie's Elsewhere, These Hearts, and a couple other bands mm -hmm. at the Vortex in Akron. Yeah, and it's kind of funny you said that because we were in the back, like you know the VIP area, and he was real reserved. But once yeah. he started to warm up, yeah. you know, like on stage, it's nothing. Right, like it, he thinks nothing of right. it. Right, he just flips the switch. Like, yeah, yeah. so like. I've had people say, you remind me of him. I'm like, oh, well, shucks. Well, I've noticed you've <laughs> but, opened up more, like, since we've been sitting here yeah, talking yeah. stuff. I've noticed you. But like, I'm also not, I'm and... not by far, at any means, a life of the party type person. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah, I, you just play the music at the party. In, <laughs> in, a lot, in a lot of concert settings, though, especially local shows, I'm a social butterfly. Which, so rightfully so, you should be. Yeah, That's right, networking, right. man. Networking exactly, 101. Yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, it, it depends on the situation. But, like, with, with coworkers, with... If I'm invited or attend a wedding where I don't know really anybody, I'm mm -hmm. very reserved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, you, you look like the IT guy at like a. Uh, <laughs> like, I get that a lot. Like a staple. So, no offense. Don't take the wrong one. But you do. You look. You're easy, You look easily approachable. Though. Yeah. I've, like, I've you're had, not intimidating. At all. I've I've had people say like, you don't look like a front man. Like I I get that a lot. And then you sing, and it's like, okay, uh, maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you are a front man. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing though. Looks are receiving, especially with music. It's 
it's one of those things you don't judge it by its cover because right. you never know. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a meme I saw recently. It was it was a picture of. Do you remember the the old school early two thousand Spider Man movie with Tobey Maguire? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there there was a picture of him with his glasses looking all nerdy and everything, mm -hmm. and it said. If a metal band's guitarist looks like this, you are going to get messed up at the concert. It's like, <laughs> kind of true. In a way, it really is. Like, yeah, that's very true. Especially like hardcore. Like, if you're going to a hardcore show, a lot of those guys have short hair and glasses. And right. Like, they look all nerdy. They, they, yeah, they look all nerdy. And they go like, on that yeah. stage and just yeah, tear it's like, up. Yeah, yeah. Back up when they go live. Yeah. The first time I saw the Devil Wears Prada a long time ago, their one of their guitarists was like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Chris Ruby probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's almost like it's, it's almost like Hawthorne Heights. Yeah, yeah. Just, but they're not near as heavy though. Right, right? I know, but like their vocalist, I mean, he just does not look the part at right. all. Right. Well, I mean, really Devil Wears Prada. Like, I mean, when I yeah, first yeah. saw them, he's like five six, five seven, braces. Yeah, like I mean, Mike was, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like five or fifteen or sixteen. At the time, and yeah. like you know, just I think that happens a lot. I mean, people say the same about me. They see me one, they don't expect whatever mm -hmm. genre I'm doing that week. Who knows whether right, it's right. rap or metal or rock or whatever it is I'm doing, and it comes off unexpected. Yeah. But I think that's a thing us vocalists per se, a gift that we have though, is being. It's almost like a chameleon. Yeah. Especially someone like you who's been through all the genres, mm -hmm. you can you know easily adapt yourself or mm -hmm. or a, you know connect to a genre and just play it off like you've done it for you know years. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm not that well versed of a musician, but I mean, I get well, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I mean, feeling confident in it, like you know, yeah, because that's yeah. one thing. You know, if you're not confident, you probably shouldn't be a vocalist. Because yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. there's a lot of scrutiny that goes with it. I'm, oh, so, I'm yeah. sure you've had people, oh, I hate yeah, you know, you're, you're terrible, or right. you know, that that is probably one of my biggest struggles is exuding confidence. Actually, yeah, I was actually about to ask that. Yeah, because like mm -hmm. that's like that pre. Like no, without coming across cocky, right? Mm -hmm. Right. There's a fine line. No, I mean, too, I, man. I have I have not a single bone in my body that looks or seems like I would come across arrogant. No, like, not that's at just all. not no, how no, I am. No. But confident is also equally as hard. Right. For it me. is. No, it so, is, and that's a fine line too, yeah. especially when you're the image of a of a of an act. You yeah. know, because you, you, it's it's all about imagery too. You know, that's right, why I right. tell people not only is it about you know treating it as business. I mean, image is everything too. You know, you got to have an image that's uh, approachable, you, sellable, marketable, right, right. and you gotta have you gotta have that confidence for it, which makes me want to ask. I'm curious, uh, like, you, um, to help with that confidence, like, what do you do as like your pre-show ritual Ooh, to help you get that confidence to go up there and play in front of this big crowd with uh, that internal feeling of oh my god, what do I, I really want to do this? Like, what do you do to get that confidence? What I try to do is during rehearsal, I try to make it look as identical as I can of how I'm actually going to be and act on stage itself. Because okay. a lot of times when bands practice, they just kind of stand there and play the songs. They're like, eh, I, yeah, I know it well yeah, enough. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But they don't really get into it. I say like a lot of those bands that do that, I mean, like they're good, but it's like you're just standing there watching them. It's like this is the most oh yeah. Boring. If they do that live like the too, then it's like thing to watch yeah. there's no energy. There. There's exactly. no looking like you're enjoying yourself. right, and they're probably not if they're standing like that. Yeah, nine times out of ten. That's why it's so it. hard for so many people to get into like I know like, I know this isn't your scene really, but that's why it's so hard for people to get into black metal because they just stand there. Well, it's, it's a very technical music. Oh yeah. Thing, well, that's so. I feel like that's a completely different realm. 
if you have countless different time signatures and stuff in right, one song, right. there's that's a the, lot of paying attention. You right, and you're right. There is like, a that lot makes of paying sense. attention. That does make sense. Well, that, at that's, the same a, time. that's another reason, too, though, why you do, that's not a huge genre as opposed right. to rock music. Right, right, right. Whereas, like, other bands that go full out and look like they're having an absolute blast, mm -hmm. their music is not quite as technical. Right, right, right. right but right. at the same time, they know it like the back of their hand. Exactly. A perfect example is for King and Country, they're considered contemporary pop. Right. Their music they're isn't really good their pop. music isn't overtly complicated at all. Right. But they they are put, they bring the energy. They put on a show. You you, you listen to a I CD saw them of theirs. When I was really young. You listen to an album of theirs, you're like, this is pretty chill. It's not super energetic or anything. You go see them live, it's a whole different ballgame. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, not, I'm not so. I don't know if I'm not familiar with them or if I am yeah, no, I am familiar with them. You said it's a husband and wife, right? That's in that group together? No. For no? King Country is two brothers. Oh, two brothers. Okay. Yes, yeah, um, two brothers. There's they, a Christian group, not Skillet, but they, not to interrupt you, because maybe you can help me name this, but they're, I want to say the wife's a redhead. Um, and I can't remember, the, the the husband has like a big old beard and stuff, like big old Southern, kind of Southern sounding a little bit. I can't think of their name. <laughs> I saw them on that Christian music video station. I can't uh -huh. remember their name, and I thought, that's what I was thought you were talking about for a minute. I don't. I don't remember. I think I know who you're talking it about. Sounds familiar. It, it was more gospelly. It was. It, it was rock, but it was like gospel oh, rock. Uh, um, I almost want to say the Zach Williams band. It might. It, that might be it. Yeah. That Zach might be it. Because I think the wife plays yeah. guitar, maybe violin. Yeah, I think violin. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. I think, I think that's who it is. Yeah, but okay. anyway, um, but yeah. So Joel and Luke are brothers. Um, their wives actually aren't in the band, right? But they're very supportive, and they both sing themselves, right? But yeah, they're just very, very energetic live. It's it's awesome. But yeah, I actually, I actually saw for King and Country quite a while ago when I was kind of little at the Alive Festival. Yeah, yeah, and they put on a one heck of a show, right? So like, like they're really good live. Their like, stage presence is. Th that's I think what I'm still trying to figure out is because our music is slightly more technical than theirs mm -hmm. like one of we have a song called awaken the sleeping worlds mm -hmm. um it is off of our seeking completion record it actually has three different time signatures in it so oh, it's geez. it's a more technical song okay but it's, it's like, an electronic pop song you know it's yeah it's, you wouldn't expect that yeah so yeah, that's very out of the norm that's cool though i mean yeah like, so that being said like i'm still trying to figure out a stage present that looks exudant of enjoying yourself and having confidence right while with what we sound like right with so, the, uh, that that's tough man because i've never been in a like all the bands i were in have been in have been heavy to a point where we can all you know headbang together yeah. things like that you know stomp yeah. together spin together whatever it may be it's, it's always been it's, it's fairly cookie cutter right you got mm -hmm. your verse chorus verse chorus you know mm -hmm. breakdown verse chorus whatever it's right. very you know structured in the same way every song so mm -hmm. that that is that's different because you now you got to look at it from an aspect of lighting, fog machines. Yeah. Uh, how do we want to dress? Like, that's, are we all gonna match? Like, that's that's one of the things that that go. I talked in depth about with uh, my friend that helped create the business plan. Is like, I want I want, and one of our biggest influences with how for King Country does things is how they run their business. Um, one of the biggest factors of that is they plan every minute detail in their entire show every single one including the words they say in between so it's songs. almost like a production and not exactly. just a concert right. so right. that's one thing i want to start doing regularly 
Um, so what, good idea. what would you say, like, when you do get there, what, like, do you have an idea of what type of presence stage look and like what you're uh, talking about with the production? Like, what do you think you want to go for? We're, we're currently working on it, figuring out outfit. Okay. Um, like just this, this is something we're trying. I like doing, it. doing yeah, like the, cool the bright Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I like idea. it. Yeah, yeah. It sticks um, out too. Right. Yeah. Cause like, uh, how other artists do, I mean, your typical is every band wears black. Yeah, Nothing right, but black. Right, so right, it's yeah. overdone. Yeah, we, that's, so, that's how we I work. Mean, it's every every single metal band yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And plus, man, like I, I feel like with your music, that just sets our own mood and yeah. tone. You know, exactly. I think you're a little bit more upbeat. Right. Than... A lot of our music is in major keys and very positive. Right. So like it's, yeah. Um, so we're trying the bright colored shirts. See if that works. Yeah, with darker cool, colored pants. I do. I like so, it. I like the look. Because um, people are going to, he can't help but look. Yeah. Right. Look, and that's what yeah. you want. And they'll watch you the whole yeah. time. Well, especially for leave. being an acoustic act this evening, that helps it that way. Where are you at this evening? Uh, we're playing at the Odeon. Oh, the Odeon up in uh, Cleveland. That's a nice place. Yeah. Wow. So uh, we have some tickets left that's if you nice want to come. I'm going to say, if it wasn't so far. Yeah. I got plans. Yeah. Well, who's it with? Is it it's, with some other acoustic acts? Or? It's called the Spring Kickoff event. It's, oh. it's a 10-band local band event for okay. 12 bucks. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, Who are some of the other bands? Uh, a band we recently played with that we got acquainted with. They're called the Upside of Down. Oh, I like that. I've, heard, I've, I've heard that name. I like that. They are They're cool. almost like – if I the closest genre I could think of to what they sound like is ska. Okay. Because they have trumpets. I like ska. Yeah. yeah. So they're really a lot fish. of fun. They're a lot of fun. Um, so, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I'm curious to ask since you mentioned ska acoustic. With so tonight you guys are doing like an acoustic version of your set list. Correct. When you guys do the acoustic, like I know this might be a dumb question, but like, what kind of acoustic? Like, are you talking like um, some? Sublime style, the white buffalo. If you've ever heard of the white buffalo, like mm. what type of acoustic do you guys go for? If that makes sense, not really. No, actually. no, because like, because he would just be playing his own songs and acoustic, so it'd just be their style and acoustic. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah. literally EDM, so, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. Be transferred into EDM acoustic. Yeah, yeah. So one of the, okay. one of the I wasn't sure if you guys like played it differently or anything like that. Well, I mean, it's gonna sound it's different, gonna right? Right, right. Yeah, I know I, what you're. I know where you're coming mm. from, but yeah, it's just basically translating as acoustic. All right, exactly. And, and hey, there's nothing one of the wrong one of the smartest all. things anyone could have ever said that related to me. Dave Grohl at one point said, "If you write a song." And you play it on acoustic as well, and it doesn't sound good. It's not a good song. Oh wow, that yeah. is a kind of a good. Point. That, I never really yeah, thought that, about that's, that. That's what, that that's would, a, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good so, point. Like Dave Grohl is. Yeah. In fact, shout out to Dave Grohl, one of my yeah, favorite musicians. Ever. In fact, we will be doing a tribute to Taylor Hawkins this season. Oh, that's awesome! So, yeah, I'm rest in peace, yes. Taylor. Yeah, rest in peace, Taylor. Hawkins. Hawkins. Heavily. And really, me, it didn't because I, I won't lie, I won't say your lie. I didn't even really know who he was. Yeah. I won't lie, you know. The loss, of, me, the loss of Taylor Hawkins really definitely hit me hard. Yeah. From a drum, oh, yeah. from a drummer standpoint, especially for always, only being 48. Like, yeah. yeah he didn't like even him. look that old either. I know, he he looked a lot younger. Like, he looked I, almost my age. I watched the YouTube video of like the last show he ever did where he hopped on, where Dave hopped on and drugs sang and, him. and he sang uh, Somebody to the Love. And that was yeah. like his last show he played. Yeah. That was just a I never got to ago. see them live either. I never got to either. But I got Did to see ever... Rush live. That was awesome. Now, I'm curious. So you're a Foo Fighters fan. Oh, yeah. Did you ever listen to Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders? No, I didn't actually realize that was a thing. He had a Shame side, on me. He had a side project. I definitely recommend you check that out. All right. 
It's right. good stuff. He well, drums and sings on it. Well, um, not to be a party pooper, we're almost at the hour mark. Um, with that said, is there anything you would like to say and parting here, Nathan? Uh, yeah. So currently our newest single is called Hope for the Hollow. It is actually our most alternative rock influenced song to date at the moment. Um, probably till the new record comes out. Uh, you can find that pretty much everywhere. Um, they'll, they'll have our, our link tree yep. available, which will give you access to all our social media, streaming services, etc. So, yeah, um, I'd appreciate a listen and, and a positive comment on YouTube goes a long way. It does. So, <laughs> it really yeah. does. Well, dude, it's been a pleasure. And thanks yeah. for, you know, dealing with all the hiccups and, and the lack of professionalism on my end and, and the, you know, rescheduling, scheduling. But it was a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having us, man. I'm glad we're able to work it out. And hopefully we can touch base here soon enough again. And hopefully that, that business plan you got in motion, you're at that point that you want to be at when we yeah. meet again. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited hopefully. to hear where you guys go with this. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys.